with that joy and that understanding, Lord, that it's a treasure, Lord, that's been given to Brother Gabriel to give to us, Lord Jesus, and that we may rejoice in it, Lord, and that we may know that it's for our own good, Lord, and it's going to make us better and stronger people for you, Lord. We also ask you at this time, Lord, if you'll be kind enough to bless the tithes and the offerings, Lord, multiplying them, Lord, for the things that are necessary, Lord, to continue pushing your name forward, Lord. We ask this on your name, and we give you thanks, Jesus. Amen. Amen, hermanos. Pues que Dios los bendiga mucho esta tarde, hermanos. Debo pasar el culto al hermano Gabriel y vamos a seguir alabando a Dios con atención a su palabra. Amén. God bless you. Amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Uh, you may be seated. Se pueden sentar, hermanos. That was the group this, uh, this evening also. Good to have Sister Gabby back. I know uh, her desire is to be here and it was beautiful to hear those songs. Amen. I uh, I was quite inspired with this middle area here during uh, the songs and just seeing the fullness of it and seeing what God can do, amen, uh, when we put him first in our lives. And um, tonight's message uh, was inspired and, and given to me uh, on the trip that we took. Uh, as I started to think on uh, and meditate on the Word of God, and um, the Word is very clear about using examples uh, in the past of people of Israel. Amen. People of Israel are very special people because God used them as an example for us. And when you're used as an example, you're a special person. And there's times in our lives where we don't see how special we are because of the struggles we go through, we've been through, and we've overcome with Jesus. We lose the sense of that love that God has for us and making us examples to those around us and those that love us. Um, and it's a powerful thing to be an example. Can I get an amen on that? How many of y'all need some of that power to be that example? The title of tonight's message is Cycles and seasons. And the question I have for you uh, at the beginning of this message is, what do you think you're in right now? Are you in a cycle? Or are you in a season? And sometimes we wouldn't know how to answer that. We wouldn't understand how to answer that unless we know that we've experienced this in the past and we can identify what we've gone through. You ever had that situation where somebody asks you some questions, have you ever been through, have you ever felt doctor or something? And you never even thought of anything of it until they said, have you ever, and you go, you know what? Yeah, one time I kind of felt and the word of God sometimes through its precious divine power uh, teaches us 
through the lessons of the people of Israel. And we see them when they left Egypt, that they entered something. They entered something, and we've talked about this before. They entered the wilderness, amen? And I like to think of the people of Israel as the state of the church being developed, the individual in the church being developed or being pulled out of the world. God bless the kids this evening. They're ready. Look at that. Popcorn and movies. Nah. Mr. Zuli, little Tristan was asking me a bunch of questions about Maranos y... God bless Sister Zuli and the teachers there. Amen. So we see the example of the people of Israel leaving Egypt as a as an example to to an individual wanting to be freed from captivity. From what they known, we've talked about in the past that what is it to be born into slavery? You don't even know you're a slave. You just know it's the way of life. Sad thing. Think about it. When generations go through it and it's, they have no idea what it is to be free. And we see the example of this world and the power that it has to captivate you, to hold you, to grab you, to influence you. And less and less desire to seek anything that's so freely given to you now. It's high speed sin how fast is your sin fast as I can download it and we see that the love for God is waxing cold the word of God says we hear examples like Sunday that brother Lorenzo talks about with the desire of not listening to our conscience is there becomes an annoyance, it becomes a notification that we want to turn off. Turn off that notification of conscience. I don't know if I really like that one. I'm going to remove that. How do I take care? You know, my mom will ask me, how do I get rid of that sometimes on her phone? That's us with our conscience sometimes. We don't want to be bothered. But when it becomes precious to us and we realize that there is a process to, to God's love for us. There's a process that we go through, and the process begins in the wilderness. There's no other way around it. I mean, we see Jesus, and we've talked about this before. He gets baptized, and he goes straight to the wilderness. 
But the people of Israel, they entered the wilderness and the purification was going to happen. The purification that God had planned for them was to remove Egypt from them. Don't you just wish that, that, that we could buy into the process? Because, see, God's love for us is, is removing something but replacing something. It's never, God's purpose is never, God's never going to tell you, I'm going to take something and leave it void. I'm going to take something, put something there, and it's going to overflow. But there's many times, brothers and sisters, that we don't buy into the process and we give up. And what God is showing us, telling us, inspiring us to do. And we revert back to captivity. And the people of Israel were entering a season which became a vicious cycle. You see, a season... How many seasons do we have in a year? Or what are they? Hey, Amen. You guys got it. You guys got it. Don't get worried. No camera fives on you tonight. But they experienced 40 years of a lesson. We talked about an 11-day lesson took 40 years. An 11-day journey took 40 years. And yet we see the example of a season in Job. We see Job in the matter of days being tried and tested. Moments that were just happening but you can see the difference between the faith of Job and the people of Israel. But the bigger difference, brothers and sisters, is this, is that Job had a foundation he was standing on before his season. How many of you have a foundation? And we got to praise God because if that season comes, we got a foundation. Where the people of Israel, God was going to establish and had to purify and remove. And the process was going to take as long as it took for them to, for this to happen. If we turn to Deuteronomy, brothers and sisters, I'm sorry, sorry, brother, Ecclesiastics. We're going to turn to Ecclesiastics. Brother Lorenzo and Brother Anthony told me I broke a record today, so God bless the Guinness Book's Book of First Record. 3, verse 3, 1, amen? I'm going to read this. I'm going to read it from the Bible here. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be 
like right here where it says a time and purpose under the heaven. Everything that we're going through is a season and it's a time and purpose. And we start to see here in verse 2 the examples of this. A time to be born, a time to die. What an example of differences here, born, being born in death, amen? A time to plant and a, a time to pluck that which is planted. A time to kill, a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to rend, a time to sow, a time silence and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate a time of war and a time of peace what profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth so brothers and sisters what time are you in today because this is vast in the example here that is given. And if our commitment to God is solid and real, then we ask ourselves daily, we, we, we examine ourselves daily, and we ask ourselves, what season am I in? We could have some seasons there, couldn't we? A time for confusion, a time for clarity. Because there's seasons that we're in. And what a great example is given here of, of death, birth, happiness, sadness, um, to kill, to heal, war, peace. As we see these seasons in our life around us, and yet we're confused at times, brothers and sisters, because of our state. Our state doesn't match up with other seasons. And, 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 and what we as a church must work at doing is lining up, is lining up our season. I, you've got to understand what I'm telling you in this, brothers and sisters. For, for, for you that, you know, are confused or not understanding, distracted, or whatever it is that, that you struggle with, this is why your season doesn't line up sometimes, and, and, and it's a cycle. Vicious. Repetitive. Years pass by. Nothing changes. Still the same. But when we align our seasons and we ask God to unify us as a church, what a beautiful thing when you see farmland and you see a crop that grows all together and the crop's one crop. Because they, the farmer knew what to grow, grow in that season. But we're going through different things. The word of God uh, uh, speaks to different things. 
in our lives. It cultivates us in our season. If we turn to Deuteronomy 28, 15. Deuteronomy 28, 15, amen. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments, and his statues, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee. And overtake thee. Verse 16. Curse shall be in the city. Well, you know, I, I, um, when I started reading this, I was like, wait a second here. This isn't the way I've read it. Blessed, blessed. I'm blessed in the city. I said, no, no, they got it wrong. There's something wrong there. No, but we see here the people of God Getting the commandments of God. When you serve a mighty God, when you serve a God that shows up in prayer, that shows up to your need, that's there for you, that's that's watching over you, that's overseeing your home. When we serve a God of mercy, of love, of grace, there's things that are required from us. There's things that he wants from us. We can't have a problem with being owned by God. We live in a society where independence is what we're taught even as kids. Déjalo, déjalo, déjalo. And yet, our creator has taken a back seat to our lives. And we see here through the word of God, curse shall be, the, be in the city and curse shall be, thou be in the field. Curse shall be thy basket and thy store. Curse shall be the fruit of the body, of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kin and the flocks of thy sheep. Curse shall thou be when thou comest in and curse shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing vexations and rebuke and all that thou settest thy hand unto for to do until thou be destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make pestilence cleave unto thee Ooh. until he has consumed thee from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever and with an inflammation and with an extreme burning and with the sword and with the blasting and with the mildew and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. The Lord shall make the rain of the land powder and the dust from heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed 
The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thy enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them and shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. And thy carcass shall be meat unto all the fowls of the air and unto the beast of the earth and no man shall fray them away. The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt and with the emeralds and with the scab and with the itch whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways and thou shalt not only be only oppressed and spoiled evermore and no man shall save thee. Thou shalt betroth a wife and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house and thou shalt not dwell in it. Thou shalt plant a vineyard and thou shalt not gather the grapes thereof. Thine ox shall be slain before thy eyes and thou shalt not eat thereof. Thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face and shall not be restored to thee. Thy sheep shall be given to thy enemies and thou shalt not Thou shalt have none to rescue them. Thy sons and daughters shall be given unto other people, and thy eyes shall look and frail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thy land. The fruit of thy land and, the la and thy labors shall a nation which knoweth not to eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed away. Stop, Gabriel, stop, it's enough. So thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes, which thou shalt see. The Lord shall smite thee in the knees and in the legs with the sore botch that cannot be healed from the sole of thy foot unto the top of thy head. The Lord shall bring thee and thy king, which thou shalt set over thee unto a nation, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. And there shalt thou serve other gods, wood and stone. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb and a byword among all nations, whither the Lord shall lead thee. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field and shalt gather but little in. For the locusts shall consume it. Thou shalt plow vineyards and dress them, but shall ne neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coast, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil, for thy olive shall cast his fruit. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. And all the trees and fruits of the land shall the locusts consume. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. More, moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments 
and his statues which he commanded thee. We could keep on reading on there to 68 if you want to write that down, brothers and sisters. Because we see there a very impactful moment. A a scripted moment that the people that were receiving it had no idea what any of this stuff meant. They hadn't experienced the opportunity for understanding what it was to manage things. They were captive people. All they knew was captivity. And yet God painted a picture here. A picture of of understanding of making known when you read that and you look at your state currently most of you don't feel as burdened as that stated being cursed most of you i see your kids with you i see your i see you prospering in things i see god doing stuff in your lives i see i see healing happening but but you see the opposite of a season is a cycle and now it becomes a generational curse that's passed on and on and on and on and on so the courage is there to stop it until the decision is made to stop it. Until we say in our hearts, enough's enough. I don't know what robs my joy. I don't know why I can't come motivated to church. I don't know why I, I, I'm not passionate about what I'm doing. I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I, I sit in a place, but I, I, I don't, I'm not giving to this place. I'm not invested in this place from all aspects of my life. It's just a place to me. It's just church. I, I'm, not, I'm not looking for, for to be bothered. I'm not looking for, for, for me to be offended, uh, to correct something. I, I, I'm just, I'm going with the motions. I, I, I'm turning off the notifications when I need to of my conscience. I'm turning them on when we leave church. And we see the vicious cycle spoken here oh brother but god you know jesus is is mercy absolutely when you are under his grace and 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 brothers and sisters this 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 message isn't a message of 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 sadness or no it should be a message of encouragement because we find ourselves here uh fatigued tired uh uh, weary uh uh, emotionally spent we find ourselves here all different types of things going on in our lives we barely made it here some of us didn't make it here and we're calling out to god speak to my heart purify my heart remove what you see is not allowing your flow to come through me remove it jesus remove it 
remove it, you know. You know the cycle that I've been in that started as a season. If we turn to brothers and sisters, Matthew 24, 32. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. De la higuera aprender la parábola, parábola. Cuando ya su rama se enternece y las hojas brotan, Sabéis que el verano está cerca. Brothers and sisters, this is where the wisdom of God comes into our lives. Look at the fig tree. It's simple, Jesus is saying here. Look at this. Look at the season. You know a season by an action. Do you know the season that you're in? Do you, do you know what you're going through right now? Can you touch yourself and say, well, I'm softened. It must be summertime. Do we understand that, that what we're going through is explained where we're going into? Uh, some of us, we're lost in this. What is this? This pocus pocus stuff you're talking about, Brother Gabe, that I can see the future? Yes, you can, because God has given us power to understand the mechanisms of life and our enemy. And when we're being attacked... And what we should do. And how we hold our ground. And how we hold on to confidence in him. When doubt wants to come over. So we know the season that's there. We've seen it before. We should call it out. Oh, man, it feels like summertime outside, doesn't it? 92 degrees with humidity of 15%. Man, it's going to be a hot summer, mom. Because God has given us wisdom to know by just walking outside what season we're in. And yet, in our spiritual walk, we're confused sometimes on what's going on, what's happening here. What are you, what are you telling me here, God? What, I, I, I always remember pastors saying, when I'm going through something, I ask, okay, is it sin? Am I paying my tithes? Is it curses? Or is it a test? We'll figure out how to add a fourth one for the fourth season. Be simple. There's an answer for all three of them. But yet, sometimes we, we, we know what it is and we have... Oh, I, uh, I don't know, brother and sister, I need prayer. You, you know what you, why you need prayer. You can call it out. You can pray to it like Pastor talked about. Become a prayer warrior and, 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 and create a prayer war room if you want to and, and just pray in your house for it. 
But when you're confused, you don't know why I'm in this funk, the spiritual hump. You haven't identified the season. And God said it's as simple as this. You know from this what it is. What's coming. Help us, God, to understand these seasons. Help us, God, to understand these seasons. Daniel 2.21. He, and he changes the times and the seasons. Amen. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. Y él es que muda los tiempos y las oportunidades quita reyes y pone reyes da la sabiduría a los sabios y la ciencia a los entendidos brothers and sisters we, we, we come here sometimes and we're in a season but we don't realize who's in control of the season See, we're in here sometimes, and we're so lost and confused, bitter, angry. We don't know why this and that, this and that, my marriage this, my marriage that, this time of my life, this, this, this. So many confusing questions, and we don't realize that we're in this state because God is shaping us. And we will continue to be in this state of shaping until we believe in the process and when do you show that you start to believe in the process when we praise him through the process oh man oh god says if you could if i could just get you to praise me during this time it's showing me something different it's showing me that that you're understanding who i am and what i'm removing from you is not good for you. Hallelujah. Oh, if you, I could just get praises and worships from you. If I, if I could just get commitment from you, consistency will drive away inconsistent behaviors. Consistency. Will drive away unconsistent behavior but when you fall back into the vicious cycle and we all do it we've all done it there's nobody here judging anybody you're talking to somebody here that has fallen into these two and and has to okay that was scary oh Okay, God, all right, all right, all right. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy and your grace, all right. Let's get through this season right here. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for, for loving me and sending that. That was a long summer I had there, God. Woo! That's triple digits. That was a triple-digit summer, God. Ooh, that was, a, that was a winter, God. Oh, man, that was cold. But you showed me a lot of things, God. You showed me to appreciate things, Jesus. I didn't find myself thanking you enough, Jesus. I kept on being negative on things, and I didn't even read Deuteronomies. And how? 
blessed I am because your mercy and grace has reached my house. Help me, God, to praise you more, to lean on you more. But it's you, Jesus. It's you that's in control. It's you, Jesus, that's in control. I'm not in control of it. I'm not in control of it the way, the way, the way, um, you know, I can't do something, God, until you speak it, it changes. Until you speak it, it changes. Oh, I can change it real easy. I'll just, I'll just leave her. (laughs) Nah, because you took you. You didn't change nothing. Newsflash, next one, same thing. What season are you in? You know what season you're in. The thing is, it's not getting discouraged by the season, but understanding what you should be wearing. Short sleeve, long sleeve. Spiritually, what we should put on. Knowing our surroundings, knowing what God is trying to do in our families. Oh, you don't even know. You see, see, some of us are just in, we're in baby seasons. Oh, I got to wear a jacket. See, when we start talking about these beautiful seasons, when you've been through stuff, and now you're seeing that God's trying to do something in your family, and you get it, oh, what are you doing, God, here? What just happened here, God? Oh, huh? And God's like, be still and know that I am God. Oh, come on, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Because if I had some believers in here, they'd be shouting at me, be still and know that I'm God. I just don't know why this is happening. Why, why, you know, did I not know that I nurtured them, that I raised them? No, but God does. And he knows he's doing something if you can praise him, if you can glorify him, if you can thank him, if you can worship him, if you could just give it to him, brothers and sisters. I promise you things move out of the way. But we first have to move out of the way. And I believe in you. We've experienced it. We've experienced it in different levels. First love level. Oh, man. You remember your first love, Gabriel? Mm, Jennifer's not in here, so I could probably. Oh, Juanita's in here, though. You remember your first love with God? Oh, yeah, I do. I remember the passion he started instilling in me, the confidence. I remember his mercy, his grace, his forgiveness. I remember offending. I remember being offended. I remember wanting to leave. I remember wanting to root myself. All the seasons that I've been through, I remember. And now when a season comes up, 1999. (laughs) I think I still got some clothes from 99, devil. I think I'm going to put those on. You ain't going to win this time. Let's take advantage of the lesson. Let's understand what is happening. What is going on? Why do I feel this right now? God, is it something new? Is it something that wasn't written? 
but we keep on reading. Amen? If we turn to, brothers and sisters, Genesis 8. Genesis 8.20, amen? And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savior. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. If we turn back to 21. And the Lord smelled something sweet. Because Noah and his family had just been through a season. 40 days, 40 nights. Before that, even time building the ark, being criticized. And we see that God, seen that sacrifice from Noah, and he blessed. It was a blessing for this type of praise because he understood the sacrifice. Brothers and sisters, when we praise God, when we sacrifice to God, like I said, I see here, and, I, and it's beautiful seeing the kids and this, this area just filling up here, the motivation with people moving, shifting around, everything that's happening, changing it up. You know what's bad, brothers and sisters, when you sit in a chair and you sink into it because it knows you. Got to find a new phone. But it's beautiful seeing that. God knows the struggle. If anybody knows, it's God. Sometimes we don't know. Your brothers and sisters don't know. But God knows. God knows what what it takes to get here at times. So why waste that opportunity when you're here? Praise God, glorify God, thank God. Thank him and praise him, brothers and sisters. Because I tell you one thing, you might not feel worthy. You might not feel adequate. You might not feel that you're strong enough. You, 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 you just might feel like you're in the wrong place based off of the day you had or the week you had or the month you had or the year you had. But you're in the right place because you're in a place where God wants to be glorified. And when God wants to be glorified, he wants to transform something. He wants to change something. And a season comes and transforms us. We have conversations like, man, we didn't have much of a winter this year, did we? We didn't get a freeze. Wow, we didn't have much of a summer. It was It was nice. 
very limited in our triple digits because our seasons begin to change because our process, oh, it's getting hot. All right, God, I'm getting closer to you. Oh, and so your conscious guides you into the seasons you go into. And we begin to understand the process. And we don't become the tail anymore. We become the head. God has made us to overcome. God has made us to overcome. God has made you an overcomer. Well, God, I just don't see, see the transformation. I still, I still see this that way and, 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 and them this way. It ain't me meant for you, you know, the season of others. You start with your season. The moment we start identifying our season, you start to see God working on the seasons. I'm telling you one thing, brothers and sisters, some of us are affected. We go through things, and, and the devil knows already. The devil knows if I push you here, you're done. I got you. You're done. All I got to do is get your husband, your wife to do this, your kids to do this, your boss to do You're done. Wrapped up. I get, all I got to do is get a brother or sister to look at you this way, talk to you this way, offend you this way. You're done. devil's like, hmm. But that moment we identify, the devil comes with it and we don't experience it. The devil says, whoa, that impact wasn't there because you approached it, you identified it, and you eliminated it. The word of God gives us the ability to discern. The word of God gives us the ability. God gives us the ability to discern. If anybody's been offended here, they haven't discerned the situation. We don't understand that our battle is not with flesh and bone, but principalities in the air. So our battle becomes flesh and bone. Our battle becomes flesh and bone. But when we come here and we see the struggle, we see that our brothers and sisters are going through stuff, then we begin a selfless approach. It wasn't about how I felt by a reaction. It's by what you're going through that should captivate me. Amen. Hey, brother, how you doing? I'm, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray, brother. How you been? And it's shocking. And it had nothing to do even with you. It had to do with Sister Ruby. <laughs> but you begin to understand what love is, what prayer is. When you stop looking so much, 
and start praying more. You have some people that, you know, it, that cycle, that vicious cycle of just looking. I left it hands, not praising God. Oh, here you go. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. They preached about it. Look, they're still not doing it. I could care less. I got to be, I got to be on my game. I can't get lost. Like what we talked about one time, brothers and sisters. If we made messages for one individual in this church, it's dangerous. The message comes to the the word comes to the church because the unity the unity of the church has to be there the church has to be united if you're not united you don't feel united you don't feel like you know you feel like hey you just want to get through church get in your vehicle and oh i'm a loner and i've, I've preached this one before oh you're i'm a loner you know you don't understand that i just don't like to i don't socialize much i don't talk about i don't talk about much i don't do this you should care about your brothers and sisters in the church our expectation is, and the word of God even says it, that we should be committed in our love for our brothers and sisters. The ones that are here and the ones that aren't here. People that painted these walls, put up walls, put up roofs. We should be committed. And care. And think about. That could have been us. That a cycle took over our lives. An inconsistent behavior. A stunted growth. There's nothing like seeing immaturity in somebody that should already be leading is still following. Somebody is still in childish behavior. There's nothing like it saddens. And God has called us in this growth process. And again, we choose to turn off notifications to dampen our thought process when God is speaking to our hearts. We should choose to be offended when it's true on the word. We should choose to say, God, that hurt me because it's real. It was truthful. I still am like that. I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. We're here because we're not perfect. And it's okay that we're here and we're not perfect because we are serving the perfect one. The perfect one loves us this much that the word of God comes down and it hurts sometimes and it offends sometimes and it makes us angry sometimes. It makes us jealous sometimes when we're up here. He loves us so much. He's tired of seeing the insanity of hitting the wall and not just moving to the door and going through the door that's open for us. And here comes another long season. We don't understand 
why we're not blessed. But I pray to God, God, give us the ability to discern and to see that these seasons we've been through, you've been with us, Jesus. And we could probably look back and you look back at these seasons, some short, some long, some short, some long, some very long, some still in. And we say, God, and and we hear ourselves sometimes saying, well, brothers and sisters, I know why. And that's scary, right? When you you say it, I know why. Because that to me is an instant fix. Then fix it. But it's scary when you don't know why. Or you're blind to the why. Because the process continues on. If we turn to Acts 1 7. He said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the season which the Father hath put in his own power. But, Brother Gabe, you just said right now discernment comes to you of knowing what season you're in, but it's not what? It's not me. It's not me, it's not me that has the power to know this, but the next verse, verse 8, but ye shall receive the power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So, so brothers and sisters, if I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through, guess what? You're never going to know why you're going through what you're going through. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to guide you what you're going through it's the holy spirit that we got to grab onto and say holy spirit just take over my life consume me if you're in an i don't know state call for the holy spirit If you're into the, in that stunted growth state, call for the Holy Spirit. If you're in the routine state, call for the Holy Spirit because it's a gift. It's a gift. Oh, I don't know. Some of y'all don't. I don't, I don't think I know one person in here. I don't. Everybody pretty good that wouldn't accept a gift. I think everybody here would take a gift. Sometimes they're breath mints. That's the one you question, like. But we would take it. More than anything, something that guides us through life. God, and it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's your gift. It's your gift. It is yours. It is yours. Jesus wants, Jesus wants you to have this. Jesus wants you to have it. If you're in a I just don't know state of season, call. On the Holy Spirit, guide me, lead me, 
Lead me, Father. Lead me, Jesus. Because I don't know what to do. Perfect. Turn on your Holy Ghost notification. Your guidance. Unmute the spirit. You ever want to, you ever, you're, you know, you know I'm going to ask Sister Libby because Sister Libby probably can, she'd be honest on this one. Liz, you ever watching a video and you're like, why is it I can't hear it? Right? I've done it too. And you're like turning up the volume, you still can't hear it because it's muted. And you finally get to that thing, you're like, oh, and you got to play it back. Holy Spirit should be something we should have. And I promise you, brothers and sisters, your season, your season, your seasons now are identified. Why? Okay, God, I get it. I get it. You're right. I still have this in me. I'm still stubborn. I'm still proud. proud. I got a lot of pride. I, I'm still rebellious. Wow. Wow. Man, these years and I'm still rebellious. I still get offended. Oh my goodness. I did not realize that I am still bitter and angry and emotional, resentful. But when we identify these things, the Holy Spirit helps us, helps us through these things. Galatians 6. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Now, brothers and sisters, this is the verse that we read and, and, and see. We, we heard the seasons of process, but in seasons of blessings there are also promise from God. We are promised blessings, brothers and sisters. Once we understand the process, what to go through, a farmer before a season works, knowing that the next season is what's going to bring harvest. Work begins. The work begins. Are you in a season of work right now? The farmer also stores for the next season in case there isn't one. The farmer doesn't just grow accustomed to the growth because he doesn't know if there won't be rain. God has given us examples, parables in, in the Bible, and we, and we just skip right through, and we don't, we're too busy swiping up in our life and life lessons. When God has the answers here, Do well. Don't get tired. Don't get tired of the process. Use this process. I'm here at church. Make sure you're connected. I'm here at church. Don't waste the opportunity. Don't fall asleep. Don't get bored. Don't here we go again. Because guess what? Your season. But the moment we get here, we understand we're motivated, we're, we're clear on it, we're, we're prepared to be here. Hallelujah. 
You start to, you, 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 you can tell a lot. You can tell a lot about character. God gives you the ability to discern character in positions when you're bringing the word. He, you, you, you can see character. You can see the struggle. The, the struggle is deeper than spiritual. It's, 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 it's how, how people were raised. That, you know, Brother Lorenzo was talking about that, you know, that I, thank, I thank God that my dad, you know, put the boot in my butt. I needed it. And yes, he did. And I thank God that my, he wore my dad out because my dad wasn't as rough. My dad learned. My dad understood. My dad developed. And I think my dad did all right. I went through things. I experienced things. But I had his love and voice and his example that guided me back. There's love and voice and examples here today that are guiding back. You, you don't want to hear it. You, you just you want to you believe something else. But there's love in the voice. That can guide back. That can introduce Jesus. Simple. I remember pastor giving advice saying, don't say anything. Don't say anything. When you say something, you say the wrong thing. I just heard how you say it. Just don't say nothing no more. But we want to say something, don't we? Because we love Jesus. Even though pastor told me not to say it, we're not going to say it. But when you don't say anything, you said something. Because God then does it. God's powerful, brothers and sisters. I tell you one thing. The people we're praying for and we love have no idea. I told you that. They have no idea what how mighty our God is and how he works at gas station pumps, paying for gas, paying for food. The impact that can be had by believing that God hears us. Oh, man, there's some power in that, brothers and sisters. There's some power in that, brothers and sisters. If we turn to Psalms, Brother Lorenzo, Psalms 1-1, right, Brother Lorenzo? Bienaventurado. Bienvenido, brother. ¿Por qué dije bienaventurado? ¿Mm? Dijo amén, Lorenzo no dijo eso. No dijo eso, dijo amén. Era para él, en pequeñita predicación. Estaba riendo. Comencé a reírme con, con Lorenzo. Y dijo, yo iba a decir esa palabra también, pero no lo dije porque no podía. Y lo dije, yo estaba queriendo decirlo también, estaba practicándolo. It's funny, Brother Lorenzo laughs at me saying, bienaventurado instead of bienvenido. I said blessed instead of welcome here. But he then tells me that he was going to do the same thing, but he couldn't do it. He was smarter. And I don't, what, do you remember the word you picked? He still doesn't remember the word he ended up saying, but 
Praise the Lord. We keep each other honest. Amen. And I love my church family, brothers and sisters, and, 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 and it's hard not seeing people here. It's hard seeing people struggling through the process. And it's inspiring seeing those that I know going through processes and are here. It's inspiring. It's inspiring. Get through the process. You know, you can get through it. You get through this process, God's going to do something great in you. God has promises for you, has blessings for you. You see it. Don't get tired of doing well because in this due season, you're going to reap from this reward. Some of us get tired. Some of us get bored. Some of us, we, we got to be motivated in different ways. We can't. We got to understand that God, this process is doing something, removing something, taking away, giving something new. It's new strength. It's new energy we get when we walk through the desert. Some of us need to lose some of that sinful weight. Miras más flaco, Gabriel, como andaste 20 millas la semana pasada. Pues andé 20 millas. Gracias. Oh, brother Gabe, you look a little thinner like you walked 20 miles. Well, I walked 20 miles last week. Newsflash, that's what it does to you. In the wilderness, will remove the excess that we intake from the world. So the season comes and it removes. And we say, why, God, why, why? And God's like, we got to take you through it. We got to take you through it, but no one thing that I know, I know, I know what you can handle. Oh, you didn't even hear that. See, you didn't even want to hear that tonight. See, see, you want to just hear mercy, grace, help me, God, help me. God's like, I helped you because I'm not going to give you more than you can handle. So when you're going through the season, handle it. Because you can handle it. But God, I can't handle it. I'm weak. You don't see what I see in you. You see what you see in the mirror. I see within. I see the strength. I see the king and queen and the child. I believe in you. What a strong, that, 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 that verse. I hate that verse. It killed me. I mean, come on, think about it for a second. Just think about it for a second. Don't judge me. You guys see, you guys are so, man, so quick. But just think about it. It, it, it you can't have an excuse. Because it's like, oh, I can't. Wait, wait, if I'm going through it, he, he says I could handle it. It holds us accountable. It's an accountable verse. But he, God also has an accountable verse too. That I'm not man to lie. And if I say I'm with you, and if I say I'm for you, and if I say that nothing's going to be against you, then you better believe it in your heart 
because I'm not man to lie. You might have been lied from your childbirth. You might have been lied through life. You might have been hurt and pain and all this, but I'm not a God that's going to lie. If I say I'm going to bless you, I'm going to bless you. If I say I'm for you, I'm for you. God, you know what I need, God, and when I need it, God. And like I've said before, brothers and sisters, even when he's not doing something, he's doing something. And I thank you for that, God, because sometimes, God, I feel like you're not doing anything, but you're doing something in me. Praise you, Jesus. It's, it's, it's pain. It's, it's enduring. We read there in the Ecclesiastics, brothers. It's a season. We come to this point where we want to be transformed, where we want to change. It's a beautiful moment when pain meets reality of change, when hurt meets change when the hurt meets the healer we know God you've done it before Psalms 1-3 and he, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that the that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Y será como el árbol plantado junto a arroyos de aguas, que da su fruto en su tiempo, y su hoja no cae, y todo lo que hace prosperará. Brothers and sisters, this is... The question I had at the beginning, what season are you in? Or are you in a cycle? It's a vicious repeating moment that can last 40 days, 40 years, or a lifetime. There's some people that did not make it to the promised land. Two people made it from the original. And we see here, brothers and sisters, that we sometimes exit, we have our exodus, and the wilderness consumes us. But when we identify that this process is beautiful, that God, oh man, this is beautiful, the risk is high. The risk is high. The risk is high. The risk is high, but the reward is so much more. The risk is high. The risk could be death. The risk is Deuteronomy's. You read Deuteronomy's, go read it. Brother Anthony and Brother Lorenzo, they put all the verses up there. Go read it, right, brother? I told them I was going to be giving them promotions. There's a lot of verses, and it continued on. Go read it. Because the risk is high, but the reward is higher. And brothers and sisters, God's seen something in us. And you see, this is the thing. It's so, it's so crazy. It baffles my mind because I think we all fall in this state. Unsufficient. Unqualified. 
we all fall in this state. We feel that. If it's in parenting, being at work, we fall at being married, whatever it is, unqualified. And that's a beautiful place to be at when you have the one that qualifies you, makes you. Because he's the one that's doing it. When we think we can do it, there's danger in that when we feel we can do it. Psalms 1-3 says, step one, be planted. And I like, I like how it states it here. It doesn't say just to be planted. It says be planted near the waters. And we read there, it should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. water. So you can't just be planted somewhere. If it's not going to feed you. So, brothers and sisters, we're here and we can see movement happening. Literally, right? People are moving. Praise God for that. We see movement happening. If the movement is happening, make sure we're moving closer to what will feed us. And believe that God has something for us. And get excited about. I remember those moments, you know, where, 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 where God rebuked me, God lifted me up, God, and, and, I, and I got hungry and I just wanted, I wanted more. I went, I went and refreshed on things. I went in and heard Sunday's message again. I went back to last year and heard some messages because I didn't want this, this happiness, this peace that I was feeling after, after being rebuked, after being shown something. I didn't want it to go away. I wanted to give it more to the God side and to the side that took me to the pit to the season I remember these moments I remember that season where where God showed me and revealed to me why I was struggling why I was going through what I was going through and I said it was that simple God was that easy why did I see it You didn't see it, Gabriel, because you didn't tap into what's yours. Just the Holy Spirit. It's yours. All you got to do is ask it. It'll guide you. Show you. Oh, man, brothers and sisters. The power. The power. The power of the Spirit. Oh, man. Jesus, what will God just give us revelation of what it can do in our lives and decision? Oh, if we just didn't rush into making a decision, but we were guided into our decision. Sometimes we want to pray. Other moments we don't have time to pray, and we need to be guided. There's a moment at times where a decision is made and you prayed for the spirit. Now receive the guidance. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? Uh, 
I, I love experiencing God's word when you feel insufficient, when you don't have time, when you're busy. Because then you know it wasn't you. And it was him. And as I was walking here to church and I'm thinking, and I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to God because God has always shown me that he is to be glorified. And brothers and sisters, when you don't feel qualified, you don't feel sometimes even worthy, and you realize that you're just a vessel. But I invite you, brothers and sisters, musicians can pass on up. I invite you Come up here with a different purpose tonight. I, I invite you to come up here with the purpose to. You guys can do come to the altar. I invite you guys with a different purpose, brothers and sisters, this evening that you that you come here with a reason of discernment. First in the state that you're in, but also in what God's trying to do. God can show you tonight what he's trying to do. God can show you tonight this process. God can reveal to you when you walk out of here, when you say amen, God can reveal to you what you need to do. Do we understand the power of our God? Do we understand that he, he who brought the season, he who allowed the season can also ask it to leave. Our God has the power, has the power tonight. I'm going to ask you, brothers and sisters, you know, I'm going to ask everybody, let's pass on up and together with unity pray. Why don't we all pass up here? Si podemos pasar, hermanos, adelante. Esta oración es una oración de ya sabiendo nuestras vidas, ya entendiendo que algo está pasando, ya no podemos esconder lo que sentimos, ya no podemos esconder we are here at a moment exposed brothers and sisters and if you're you're away from the altar get as close as you can to the altar get to the waters man the waters the waters the water the fire the fire the fire the waters the fire because brothers and sisters I believe that God has something in store for you tonight come on up ven 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 para adelante hermanos ven 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 no 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 estás temeroso de cosas come on 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 no vamos a mordir esta vez But I tell you one thing that, that, that if you want it, if you want the revelation, the revelation's here for you. If you want the lost identity, 
It's found here. If you've lost your identity, who you are, that you're a child of God, that you're a son and daughter of a king, it's here tonight. If you need hope, it's here tonight. More than anything, if you just need that Holy Spirit to guide you back into the arms of Jesus, it's as simple as just raising your hands and singing this song. is calling Have you come to the end of yourself Do you thirst for a drink from the well Jesus is calling Oh come to the altar the father's arms are open wide forgiveness was bought with the prayer